We're so glad you've joined us. Right now, it's Perry and Shauna Replay from 89.3 Moody Radio. I'm so excited that you're tuned in just now because we have the opportunity to speak with Trillia Newbell. She's the author of A Great Cloud of Witnesses, Sacred Endurance, If God is for Us, Fear and Faith, and she's written children's books, The Wide Welcome, Creative God, Colorful Us, and God's Very Good Idea. And today she's joining us to talk about a brand new book called 52 Weeks in the Word. Good morning, Trillia. Good morning. How are you doing today? I am doing so well. Thank you. Are you in Chicago right now? You know what? I actually live right outside of Nashville, Tennessee. So I am not in cold Chicago. Oh, good. (laughs) Good. But I heard Nashville had some cold weather over the holidays, too. We did. It was wild. And then it went back to 60 degrees. So we were happy with that. (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. And we're expecting some snow tonight. So, yeah. Anyway, I knew you were in central time, but I wasn't sure exactly where you were at. Yes. Yeah. I have got to tell you when I saw your new book, first of all, my daddy, my sweet daddy was a man who Mm. loved the word of God and he passed that on to us. And we just Mm. celebrated the one year anniversary of his going to heaven. And when I Mm. saw your book, 52 weeks in the word, a companion for reading through the Bible in a year, I was like, yes, that's so good. That's so encouraging. Well, it's been such a sweet reception. People, uh, one of the things that I didn't anticipate is that it's people who've read the Bible for years and years and years who are reconnecting with the word. Mm -hmm. And that I didn't anticipate. It has been such a joy to watch people dive into the word, dig into the word and enjoy it, which is the heart behind it. Mm -hmm. Even hearing your, um, how you speak of your father and, um, and how you're, you were, you're excited about this resource because it gets people in the word. And that's been so, it's been so sweet. Yeah, and it has been for me the single most transformative practice that I've ever committed to is reading God's word. But what's mm-hmm. your story? What made you decide to write this book? Yeah, so my story is um, I became a Christian at the age of 22 and I loved digging into the word, but I had I had no idea of who really God was until mm-hmm. I'm Jesus saved me. <laughs> yeah. And then I, and so for a very long time, I have been reading and diving into God's Word. And then I started to write Bible studies. And one of the things that I realized is a lot of people would say, I love the study. I'm struggling to to read the Bible. So they wanted to fill out the questions, but the reading was really hard for them. And as I started to look at what studies show, I realized that a lot of people, they, they know the that the Bible exists. They ha- own a Bible. They maybe have read some, but they struggle to actually pick it up and read it. So I wanted to build a resource that would make it easy for people to grab their Bibles. It would uh, be a, an accountability and and lead them through all of the scriptures so that they can really know God and know him in his word and love God and mm-hmm. by extension, disciple others and love others. So yeah. the heart really is to help people read the Bible. And how does the book do that? What's the format and how does it set up? Um, I mean, I know that in my reading of the book and my understanding of it, it's you're like a guide with us as we read the Bible together with you. But can you tell me what that looks like on a daily, weekly basis? Absolutely. So this is a straight read through the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. And 
I give I give reading prompts for every day. And so, for example, for the next two weeks, if you started January 1st, for example, mm-hmm. you might read all of Genesis and then you're going to go to Exodus. So that's the straight read through. But every day I give some space for journaling mm-hmm. and a space for prayer. And then on the there, seventh day, there's a rest day where you can read a reflection because I, I give 52 reflections from me mm-hmm. to give yourself a brain break and I, I get, experience some teaching from me, or you can study or catch up on your own reading. And so it, it is format um, formatted so that you can read through the Bible in a year. The great thing about it is it, it's not dated. In other mm-hmm. words, there are no dates. So you mm-hmm. can start today. You can start March 1st. Um, you can start whenever you want. It also allows for flexibility. So if you've read Genesis for the first two weeks and you think, you know what, I'd really love to read a shorter um uh, a shorter book of the Bible, mm-hmm. then you could skip to a different week gotcha. because it's not, there are no dates attached. Mm-hmm. So it's really, is like a, a journal, a guide through um, the Bible in a year. And that's how I'm a companion and a cheerleader. I give you all the tools you need. You just have to follow it. Trillia, I know that we love God's word. We know, you know, the Bible is God's love letter to us and we want to be in God's word and we want to develop intimate relationships with God, but it is hard to establish the practice of just meeting with him regularly. What are some tips that you have to help us to get started with the practice, but also to stick to it when it gets difficult? Absolutely. You know, it's interesting this morning I woke up, I put the coffee on, I read my Bible and it's because it's become a habit and I'm not going to miss my coffee. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> just reality. So I want that kind of same desire and vigor for God's word, which is 10 times more important. And so I think one of the things that I would encourage people to do is put it in your calendar. I know it sounds almost hmm. Silly, because we, you know, we don't put like basic tasks like coffee making in our calendar. Right. But if if we do that, it reminds us. It builds, begins to build that habit mm-hmm. of okay, this is my time with the Lord, and it is not legalistic. In other words, you're not trying to earn God's favor right. um, by doing that. It's it's so that you can build this rhythm. It's a we get. We need to build muscle, like our muscle memory to, oh, this is my time when I'm going to read and experience and enjoy God. And so um, so that's one thing to do is to literally stick it in your calendar. Mm-hmm. And then another thing is um, I really think having an accountability partner is so essential and helpful. And so that's what 52 Weeks in the Word, a resource, any kind of resource, but 52 Weeks in the Word, the reason I wrote it is that having that kind of accountability helps people. So using a resource or using um, a friend and um, to build that habit is, is, is so incredibly helpful. I was talking to someone recently who for 10 years, they've been texting each other oh, <laughs> to remind awesome. each other to read. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And so that kind of hands-on commitment is helpful. Um, so those are just two two tips that I would say, but it it really does help to um, build that muscle memory. Mm-hmm. And, and it's without guilt. It's with 
it's just so that we can build that habit of doing what we really need to do most. Yeah, I love the putting it in your calendar because, you know, when we read the Bible, we're not just accomplishing a task, we're meeting with a person. And so if you had, if you and I were going to have coffee, you know, at 10 a.m. this morning, I wouldn't be like at 10 a.m. I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm supposed to have coffee with Trillia, but I'm busy. I'm just going to do something else instead. You know, I would want to be respectful to you and, and know that you're expecting to meet with me. And in the same way, when we put it on our calendar as you know, we value the time and the space that we're going to spend with the Lord and we see it as a meeting rather than a task to be done. I think that's helpful mm. too. to, you know, I'm, the Lord is expecting me. We've got a meeting on the calendar and we're going to sit down <laughs> and be together. You know, you wouldn't just mm. blow that off. You know, I kind of, I just love that. Um, the thought of that because we, and I think you said this in one of the segments, I don't know, we get we get to experience the living God. Right. We get to engage with um, a God who hears and sees and knows us. And what a blessing and privilege that is. And I, I think sometimes we think that God's this far off, but He's with us. So yeah. so if that's true, what a great way to to remind ourselves um, this is abiding in relationship. But it doesn't just it's just it's not just me and God. It's not just the two of us. We then get to spread the word, share mm-hmm. the word. <laughs> disciple yeah. people from what we're learning. And so it goes, it's communal as well. And and it goes beyond just us. And so there is something, um, it's just beautiful and glorious that we have that privilege to, to grab the word and learn about him and pray uh, to our, our God. Jesus lives to make intercession. Yeah. So he, he hears us. He's with us. So good. And even, you know, engaging in our relationship with the Lord and reading in God's word, like when we're reading the Psalms, we are engaging in the ancient praise of all mm. God's people. It, it's so intimate and it's so communal and it's such an incredible and beautiful gift that God has in mind for you when he wrote this book. He had in mind for you to sit with him and with the author and to read it together with him. I gotta tell you, Trillia, I did the math just recently and I realized I've had a practice of meeting with God in his word for almost almost 40 years. We're like 39 oh. and a half years. <laughs> so I have some experience under my belt with this, but I have to tell you in the seasons, that's a lot of decades and that's a lot of life. And my preference is always like, I would love to have my Bible and a hot cup of coffee and a highlighter and like a cozy spot, preferably a blanket usually, you know, or in the sunshine if it's summertime. But in the seasons and the decades, it's had to look really, really different. I've had to get real creative about my time with the Lord. But tell us a little bit about your Bible reading journey and what has it looked like for you over the years? Yes. Well, first of all, that's so cool and impressive. And you must have became a Christian when you were age one. So (laughs) (laughs) I wish that was true. (laughs) Yeah. Miraculously, we're able to read. Um, So I... I, 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 as I alluded to earlier, I became a Christian at the age of 22. And what I realized is I didn't know anything. I just had no, I I didn't grow up in the church. So all the Bible stories, I didn't know anything. And so I started to dive in pretty immediately because I wanted to know the God that I had just decided to follow. (laughs) And I started using a lot of different resources. I read systematic theology books. I was just really, really 
eager to learn yeah. theology. And and then, so my Bible reading was just a, a deep dive into anything and everything, and there wasn't a lot of structure. And then I started reading whole books, and um, and I I realized I stayed a lot in the New Testament, mm. and. But as I read more and grew more, I realized, oh, I can't understand the New Testament if I haven't read the old. Yeah. And so I, I from there, I just started doing different plans. And and um, so my my reading time hasn't been something where, uh, you know, day one, I decided I'm going to read through the whole Bible. That's never yeah. been yeah, that's not been my journey. Um, but as I've grown, I've realized I need the whole counsel of the Lord. And so I've read through the scriptures. Um, and some some years I have spent whole 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 big like six or three months in just one book. Mm-hmm. So I, I've done it very very different every year, but every year I'm engaging in the word and in one way or the other. And um, for the last couple, it has been a read through, which Mm -hmm. is why I read, wrote 52 weeks in the word. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the difference between reading the word and studying the word. Okay. Reading the word is just that. Um, we learn it, you know, in day school, day when we're young, that we're re- reading for comprehension. We're trying to gain understanding. Mm-hmm. And so you we, that is reading. You're going to read through the scriptures. You're going to read big chunks of text. Studying is a deeper dive. Some people use the observe, interpret, um, apply method, which is inductive. So you're going to uh, learn about the context. You're going to interpret the text and you're looking at word by word. You're doing cross-referencing. You're grabbing that Greek dic- and or Hebrew dictionary and trying to understand the the meaning behind each word and what the writer meant in its context that's there's two different those are two different things yeah. however you cannot stu- you cannot study the word without reading take hebrews 11 right. for example if you're reading through the great cloud of witnesses if you want to truly understand what that text is saying and understand their faith, you got to go back to the Old Testament and learn about, read through their whole story. Then you understand why it took faith for Abraham to leave or why it took faith for Sarah or why it took faith for Moses, Enoch, etc., Rahab. Those, those those names are just a list of names if we don't go back and read their stories. Mm. So you need both in order yeah. to really understand. Okay. So when you say stuff like word study and context and all that, like I nerd out on stuff like that. And so that's the kind yeah. of thing that gets me super <laughs> excited. But you know, there are folks who are like, oh, she lost me a word study. Is this, tell us about your book as far as like, what if you've, if you've never done that type of study before, is this going to be not for right now? Is this for later? Absolutely, maybe. Okay. <laughs> so, so what I did, I very intentionally included a rest day. Mm. So if you if you're reading something and you're like, I'm not really sure what that is, write it down in that journaling space. Mm. On that rest day, go back, go back and study and and learn. Okay, this is what God meant when He said that. So there is space for you to do that. And and really, there's there's space in our day. I think sometimes we think that 
we kind of give God here, this is your little piece. But if you have a break, a lunch break, you can go back and look. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, there's space and time for that even built in to reading through the Bible in a year. If you want to write out in that journaling space um, a word or something that you didn't understand, and then you can go back and do a deeper dive study. So what I'm hearing you say is it is for the nerd like me who geeks out on yes. stuff like that, but it doesn't have to be like if you if that's not your jam and you're just like, man, I just want to understand God's heart better. This is a beautiful, simple, clear, easy way to get into the practice of reading God's word. Absolutely. Absolutely. You can use just Go through the reading plan um, journal and and you can use it just to read through God's word and and grow in our knowledge and understanding of him. We I've been doing this um, this week, obviously. Mm-hmm. And oh, my goodness, I I've come away every single day mm-hmm. with learning something new or a reminder of God's character, um, of God's mercy and kindness, of God's um covenants and his he's a covenant keeping God yeah. of all of these different things just from my daily reading. I'm not studying anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just reading God. His word is living and active. So we are going to um, experience him. I want I want to say one caution about that, however. Yeah. We are not always going to come away from our Bible reading with a spiritual high. In other words, there may be a day where you read a list of genealogies and numbers and you come back and you're like, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to apply, the, apply this genealogy to my life today. <laughs> yes, it, it, it is important. There is a reason for it to be there. You're not going to have a spiritual high, but you may have gained some knowledge. Maybe you've seen a name that you hadn't known before um, and you connect it later when you read in the scripture. There's lots of there's it's on there in there for on purpose. Yeah. But if our goal is to receive a spiritual high every time we read, we will stop. But if our goal is to know God and to engage with him, we will keep reading. So keep that in mind as you're reading. It it can be at times kind of maybe you would use a lack of better word dry, mm-hmm. um, but it you're gaining knowledge, you're understand, you're growing in a com- uh, reading comprehension and understanding yeah. God more. And that is important. Trillia, I got to tell you, there are two things that kind of stand out to me as I look at my own Bible reading practice and my time with the Lord. One is that as I'm getting an overall understanding of Scripture, I'm reading through the whole Scripture, New and Old Testament, God is shaping my mind and He's transforming me with what I'm learning about Him. But I also have moments where I get a specific message for a day, like on on Saturday, well, Sunday was the one year anniversary of my father's going to heaven. And on Saturday, I was sitting with the Lord, just having some alone time with him. And I'm doing my regular reading. I didn't, I didn't um, search for something that was, that was about grief or anything like that. I was just reading what I was reading. And I was reading in John 14, it was verse 18. It said, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Mm. And in that moment, it was like, the God of the universe is speaking to my heart right now. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Um, God is so intimately acquainted with us. But the 
the word of God is, is I hate to use the word relevant, but it is, it's relevant yes. to today. Yeah. It's for today. <clears throat> and so God, he, he speaks to us very clearly through his word and he loves to minister to us through his word. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't surprise me that he would meet you in such an intimate way because he does that time and time again, even in my own life, you were talking about reading through Psalms earlier and yeah. I just, the Psalms aren't just, they're ancient praise, but they're also, there's so much lament Mm -hmm. that gives voice and words that we, to help us um, know what we can say and that we can cry out to the Lord. And that's been one of the things that has been just a blessing to me when I find myself without really the words to say, sometimes I'll just read a Psalm and I'll say, okay, Lord, this is my praise and my plea. Yeah, this is my cry out to you, and and um, but yet also it, the, during those sorrowful days, it's a reminder. He reminds me time and time again that he's near. He's he's good. His character that he won't he, he'll never leave nor forsake us. Or in your case, um, he he's the father to the fatherless, mm-hmm. and so or he's not going to leave us. Mm-hmm. And so um, my father passed away when I was nineteen, mm-hmm. and one of the first things when I became a Christian at the age of 22 is that the Lord in his kindness um, revealed to me the doctrine of adoption. And it was glorious to know that I have a father and that I could run to my heavenly father. So it it was just awesome. Julia, thank you for sharing your heart with us. Thanks for your time this morning and for this incredible resource. And will you just... Agree with me in prayer that, Father, that that this book would get into the hands of people that long to know you through your word, that you would speak to them through this resource, that mm. you would draw them close to your heart, that they would know you better and love you more and serve you more and find a boldness to share with other people in everyday life how awesome you are and how real and right now you are. We just thank you for your word, Lord Jesus. And Trillia, thank you for this book. Thank you and amen to that prayer. That is my hope and prayer as well. Thanks for listening to Barry and Shauna Replay. To learn more, text us at 800-968-8930. That's 800-968-8930. 